If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. School district officials from Sonoma County headed to the Amarosa Academy campus in Santa Rosa yesterday. Why? They picked up nearly 67,000 rapid tests for students. Students will be tested as soon as possible at their schools. So their goal is to mitigate COVID spread in classrooms as, you know, this highly contagious new variant pushes a surge in cases across the nation and the world. And these tests deliver results within like 15 minutes. Pretty awesome. It's pretty interesting to see a lot of companies are doing this as well. Our company here at Froggy Night 2.9, we're doing rapid tests and all that stuff too. So it's cool to see. Award season is here. Yesterday, we revealed that the Golden Globes wasn't going to have any celebrities or fans in attendance. And that trend's going to continue with the Grammys. Due to the Omicron variant, the Recording Academy announced that the 2022 Grammys will be postponed. A new date was not announced. This is the second year in a row that COVID has postponed the Grammys. Uh, Music's biggest night of 2021 was moved from the end of January to March. And the award show is also scaled back. So not sure if it's getting rescheduled or not, but we will keep you updated. Well, Luke Combs went pretty big with this gift to Ashley McBride. Let's just stick to the one stand. So it's pretty customary for a headliner to gift his openers with something special after a very long tour. And Luke actually just ended his tour and surprised Ashley with this customized bar cart. Fully stocked, loaded with all of her favorite drinks. And they posted this video on social media. Uh, she borderline burst into tears. That's awesome. You're very welcome. You got fridge, you got we filled it up for you guys too, so you got cups, cut boards, remotes, It's just another touching moment between two close friends, but congratulations on Luke finishing your tour, working on your next album. We're so excited. Amber and Tanner in the morning. I saw that on January 1st, New Year's Day, state parks across Sonoma County offered special first day hikes. So first day hikes are a part of this like an nationwide initiative led by America's state parks to encourage people to get outdoors. That's awesome. That's really cool. Cool, right? Yeah, I dig that. And I thought it was great because I got a new pair of hiking boots for Christmas. Oh, look at those. I'm wearing them right now. You know, typically I don't like the look of hiking boots, but those are pretty cool. These are cool, right? So they're waterproof, they're gray, and they got some pink laces. That's cool. Cole got these for me. I'm clearly very excited about them. (laughs) You should be. I would be excited, too. So there are more than, like, 600 miles of park trails here in Sonoma County. Did not know that. Did you? (laughs) No idea. So much. Uh, So we kind of need help finding the best ones because, Tanner, I know you've gone on hikes here uh, in the past as well. And I want to break in these new hiking boots. (laughs) Uh, So we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning, some of your suggestions. Matt from Kenwood said Sonoma Ridge Trail in Glen Ellen. It's beautiful, but for those who have stamina. Do we have stamina? I think you do more than I do. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Rachel from Sebastopol says, Pinnacle Trail in Bodega Bay. Just to note, the incoming tides can strand you on the rocks at the base of the cliff, so time it carefully. Have you ever been to Pinnacle Trail? I've actually, I have. Okay, I've never been. And I wish I had hiking boots. (laughs) (laughs) So you might be in luck there. Uh, 
Nick, uh, Nick from Occidental said, check out the grove of old trees in Occidental. I live nearby and it's relatively short and an easy hike. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. This is probably going to sound strange, which is... I feel like that's how I start a lot of my conversations, but bear with me. I eat the same thing nearly every single day. I love it. So in the morning... If I can, I try to eat a bagel before work. If I, I, after work, rice and eggs. And then for dinner, it's chicken or some type of meat with a baked potato. No greens, no veggies. I try to get it in there. But Amber, as you know, I hate vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> every single day, that's what I eat. Do you think that's weird to eat the same thing every single day? So many people do it, but I hate it. Yeah? I would prefer not to do it. This is why I started getting like Blue Apron meals and stuff. Yeah. So I wouldn't eat the same thing every single day. I enjoy eating the same thing every day so much that my girlfriend and I eat separate dinners. Like I'll <laughs> oh make her God. a different dinner because she's like, I cannot eat rice and eggs right now. We've had it for the past three days. I'm like, I don't know what the problem is. And I slop it down. <laughs> oh gosh, the fact you said slop it down yeah. It just like, it makes me think of like a pig in a trough or something I mean, honest to God, that's what it is <laughs> I don't use a fork, a spoon, anything Just rah, 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 rah. Uh, <laughs> Amber, I know you get bored with food and you mix it up thanks to Blue Apron and stuff like that yeah. But if you had to eat one food every single day for the rest of your life What food would you pick? Mashed potatoes Ugh Gosh, you had to pick mashed potatoes, huh? It's literally one of my favorite foods. Yeah. And we know this, but I... I've always gone between either enchiladas or mashed potatoes, and I, I I gotta go with mashed potatoes. I think mashed potatoes aren't horrible for you, too, right? Depends how you make them. I... I mean, they're not great, but you're they're like, not the worst thing. You're like, I'm not eating it for the nutrients. I'm eating it for the joy. <laughs> so we reached out to you on the Froggy Facebook page talking about if you had to pick one food to eat for the rest of life, of your life, what would you pick? Oh, Lord. Tom from Santa Rosa says beer. I know it's not food, but I don't want to live without it. <laughs> Rachel from Roner Park said street tacos. That way you can have different kinds of meat and flavors. That's cheating. <laughs> uh, Isaac from Windsor says Pasta King spaghetti and meatballs. It's a Sonoma County staple. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Would you date someone just because they're a millionaire? That made me. So the new season of Joe Millionaire premieres tonight on Fox. Two guys who are not named Joe. (laughs) One guy's (laughs) name is Steven. The other's name is Kurt. Um, They're competing. One of them is an actual millionaire and one of them is not. And the female contestants are coming on the show. They don't know which one is the millionaire and which one is not. I like that. I think that's super fun and a great idea. I've never heard of this show before. So I know someone that's going to be on this show. Her name is Annie, and we went to college together. She went to the University of Georgia. She was actually Miss Georgia. Ah. Um, so she's going to be on the show. Make sure you watch her and look out for her. She's really awesome. Uh, but like the, the concept of the show is really interesting. I'm trying to figure out exactly why she's doing it. 
thinking about it, like, would you date someone you didn't really know, you didn't like, or maybe weren't even attracted to just because they were a millionaire? I think it depends how long I would have to date them. Would I have to marry them? Uh, if that's not the case, yeah, I think I would date someone if they were a millionaire. Just not super long, and I wouldn't invest a lot of my emotion into it. So the show's kind of like The Bachelor. I think the end goal is to find love, to find someone you're going to marry. Um, but, you know, I'm not above her going on this show and maybe finding a millionaire husband or boyfriend. I really hope she goes with the guy that's not a millionaire, <laughs> someone that she actually likes. Yeah, I mean, it's between either Kurt or Steven, one of the Joes. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's going to be really interesting. Uh, but we've got a call from Melissa from Petaluma right now. Uh, hi, Melissa. Would you date someone just because they're a millionaire? For money? Absolutely not. That's like going on The Bachelor. I did date a guy for a very long time that I wasn't attracted to. And it didn't work out because we're obviously not getting married. <laughs> and he made lots of money. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Antonio Brown says he didn't quit the Bucks, they threw him out. So Antonio Brown just released his first statement since abruptly exiting the game between the Bucks and the Jets last week. Now, on Wednesday night, last night, he released a very lengthy statement. Now, he talked about his ankle injury and all the extreme pain he's been in. And he said... I played until it was clear that I could not use my ankle to safely perform my playing responsibilities. Coach was telling me that if I didn't play hurt, that I was done with the Bucks. I didn't quit. I was cut. I didn't walk away from my brothers. I was thrown out. You'd read the full statement online, but a lot of people are saying he's lying because he walked off the field just fine, you know, not limping from this alleged ankle injury. But apparently the staff injected him with some sort of powerful and dangerous painkiller that the NFL PA has warned against using. Now, I don't know much about football. I don't know much about sports, but I'm also not seeing the logic in the Bucs and Tampa Bay, like forcing him to play with this like known injury with the playoff playoffs coming up in two weeks, which, you know, we would need him at his healthiest. But I also know that Antonio Brown has like a long list of problems from his past. And a lot of people online, fans are going with the fact that actions speak louder than words. But I still have a feeling there's some truth to his statements. There was a lot of, you know, documentation about this injury that he has. And I completely believe that Antonio Brown has a cancerous attitude It's been known, but I also believe that the NFL doesn't exactly treat their players the best. Um, So the Buccaneers did not have an immediate comment to Antonio Brown's statement. But what do you think about all this? Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Welcome to Ringtone IQ. Can Amber identify these ringtones? 
by their iPhone remix. So Amber, I have three ringtones over here. I'm gonna play a little bit of it and we're gonna see if you can guess what song it is. All right. Ringtone number one is a current hit song. Let's play it. Any guesses? Uh, it's Stay, the Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber. That is correct. <laughs> I love that song. It was one of those songs that I resisted for such a long time, but then I'm in the shower and I'm like, hey, stay, stay, stay. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Ringtone number two is a country song. Let's see if Amber can identify it. Is it Luke Bryan's One Margarita? Amber, that is absolutely correct. <laughs> that one was hard. I was like, they're not doing very well on the marimba over there. I, <laughs> I recognize the out here on the float and dog. That was it. Okay, okay. All right, ringtone number three, and this is the last one. We're going to see if you can get a perfect score. Oh, no. It's a theme song. that it's ghostbusters that is absolutely correct amber just won ringtone iq amber and tanner on demand on froggy 92.9 took a little bit longer to hit than I thought it would. <laughs> Had to build the suspense for it. So a competitive person, you know, it's just someone who just really cares about what they're doing so deeply. And some people we interact with on a regular basis regularly thrive on competition. And my fiance, Cole Bledsoe, is one of them. He is overly competitive. I can totally see that. He seems like someone that would be competitive. Okay, so here's an example. He recently started reading Game of Thrones, which is a series that I dedicated way too much of my life to in the past. So he's asking me questions. We're discussing it. I'm excited because he's finally into something that I'm into. Yeah. And then he says, I'm going to know more than you here pretty soon about Game of Thrones. <laughs> Why does that have to be a competition? That's exactly what I said. I was like, oh, sorry. I forgot for a second that everything's a competition with you. I never thought reading books would turn into a competition. Oh, I'm not kidding you, Tanner. Everything is a competition with Cole. I, I finished my food before you did. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, I breathe quieter than you do. <laughs> I just imagine you What's guys happening? are at the DMV or a doctor's office flipping through a magazine and he's just flipping through a faster, like watching you the entire time. I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> I'm like, I love you. You're supposed to love me. Can't we just be on an equal playing field here? I wonder if it's a way for your fiance to keep it fun and exciting. No. Reading a daunting and long book like Game of Thrones. I don't know. <laughs> I, I really don't know what's going on, and I don't know how to deal with it, even though I've been with him for a million years now. <laughs> I mean, any suggestions? Do I just I, ignore it? I would just ignore <laughs> it. I think that's just the way Cole is, and... 
just be like, oh, ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> you know me. I can't just do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we asked this on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Who in your life is overly competitive and how do you deal with them? Fair from Santa Rosa said, I once had an ex that was extremely competitive. I said something like, it makes me feel uncomfortable when you make everything a competition. I don't want that competition to bleed into our romantic relationship. Well, she said he was an ex, so mm. sounds like it didn't really work out. <laughs> Michael from Novato says, I'm extremely competitive. A little healthy competition never hurt anyone, but I know I make people uncomfortable. <laughs> Carly from Sonoma said, I once worked for a competitive boss. In order for me to be the most productive, I need to feel that we are on the same team instead of competing with one another. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Ashley. Ashley is recently the victim of a porch pirate. Someone stole her wine and Barry Martindale is going to twist it around and make it seem like it's her fault. Hello? Hi, is this Ashley? It is. Who is this? Ashley, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I understand that you have a package that was stolen off your front door? Yes, I um I had a wine delivery, but it got stolen from my front porch end. Ashley, I just want to let you know that we did find the person that stole your packages. <laughs> You're kidding. Uh, it was a 14-year-old in your neighborhood, and the mother would like to press charges against you. What? Because of you, her child was drunk, and that's blood on your hands. <laughs> that has nothing to do with me if he stole it. How does it feel to know that you're responsible for underage drinking? I, I, would, never, I would never condone anything like that. I ordered that for myself. I'm old enough. Obviously, you don't care enough if you didn't think to bring your package inside. I didn't know a 14-year-old was going to be roaming the streets looking for something to steal. It's not exactly his fault. That's all I'm going to say to you about that, and I find it uh, very gross that you're refusing to take responsibility. I find it very gross that you think I should take responsibility for someone else's child. What about his mother? Was she not watching over him? So this is what we got for you. Because of your crimes, you have a $5,500 fee or you will face jail time. Oh, my God. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I, I agree with you. You leaving wine out on your front door, I agree. It's ridiculous. Someone leaving their child unattended to roam the streets and steal wine from their neighbors? What about that? That's messed up. Well, you made it pretty easy. I'm just going to say that. There is absolutely no way. I have to get my lawyer. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. I thought I was going to punch you in the throat. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. This month is really exciting. Our company is bringing back our holiday party. And, you know, we haven't done it in a couple of years because of the pandemic. Yeah. And I'm just so excited to, you know, go to the Inn at the Tides and Bodega, have a good night with all of our coworkers because it's long overdue. See everybody. We haven't really seen anyone. Yeah. I mean, everyone's been confined to their office, wearing a mask, working from home. It's going to be nice. Absolutely. And a big thing at our holiday party every single year is that we do karaoke. And I'm not sure if I want to do karaoke this year because back in 2019, this atrocity happened. I just took a deal. Yeah.
Yeah, I shouldn't do that again. <laughs> By the way, that's Lizzo Truth Hurts. It was fun. It was, but I think I made of might have made some people feel uncomfortable because I was dancing, going no, crazy. Everyone's doing it. Yeah. It's been so you're afraid to do it again? I'm petrified to do it again. It's been three years and I'm still embarrassed about that. I will sit and ponder. I'm like, I wonder if anyone thinks about my horrible karaoke performance at the holiday party. No one remembered it until just now. Ah, well, dang it. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. But are you going to perform karaoke this year, you think? If you do it with me. Okay. (laughs) I can do that. Well, I thought there was going to be more of a fight with you just now. Well, I just need so someone. Gonna have to force you to do it. All right. In that case, I'm not doing it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> if I have someone with me, like I dragged Eloy, our former co-worker, to dance with me because I was too scared to do it alone. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I, got, I got dragged up there last year yeah. to do a song that I didn't know the words to. And I was like, I was big mad. I was, I was mad. mad. <laughs> so 89% of Sonoma County thinks we should do karaoke at the Christmas party, according to our Instagram. We got to do it now. Do we have to? Yeah. So now the question is, what do we perform? And we got some great responses as well on our Instagram. Uh, Brian from Katati says, Tanner should do friends in low places so he can redeem himself for messing up the lyrics at your launch party. If you don't know, I totally botched the lyrics, embarrassingly, like on our first event here in Sonoma County. It had been a long day. It's all right. <laughs> Isabella said, Amber seems like a one margarita kind of gal. One margarita, two margarita, three margarita shots. Why? Because I drink margaritas? Do I look like I drink margaritas? Yes, you look like you drink margaritas. I definitely drink margaritas. <laughs> uh, Lisa Verona Park says, Amber and Tanner should perform Famous Friends together. I've got some famous friends you probably never heard of. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Is there fashion out there that you just don't quite understand? I was in Target on Santa Rosa Avenue yesterday and I was rolling through the women's clothing department and I saw this jacket. I I posted a picture of it, Tanner. It looks like a giant oven mitt. Okay? (laughs) It's it's called the women's quilted jacket on the Target website if people want to look it up right now. But it's like pink floral... The pockets are diagonal for some reason. I don't know if that's supposed to be like for style or for like a purpose, but I'm not a fashion icon, but this is one of the weirder things I've ever seen. My girlfriend has one of these. (laughs) (laughs) And she loves it. I'm not saying your girlfriend is like not fashionable. Yeah. I'm just saying that this specific oven mitt one is not cute <laughs> you know i didn't even think that it looked like an oven mitt until he said it yeah <laughs> i mean it looks you, like you would get like what go ahead uh, i was just gonna say when you take a pizza out of the oven you can just take your jacket off and <laughs> grab it out real exactly quick. <laughs> i mean you like it you think it's a cute jacket tanner well <laughs> oh my girlfriend's gonna be so mad uh, i think it's okay <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't wear something like this, but my girlfriend seems to like it quite a bit. That's fine. I mean, if she likes it, that's all that really matters. And obviously 
they're being sold. Yeah. I mean, well, there's a full rack of them at Target, so I can only assume. I mean, if they're at Target, they're going to be a trend of some sort. <laughs> Despite this oven mitt jacket, Tanner, is there like a fashion pet peeve of yours? It annoys me when guys wear super ripped up shirts. Unless they work in construction or they work outside, that's one thing. But guys will buy these like $180 shirts that are all ripped up. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to see your belly hair. All right. You don't need to buy a ripped up shirt. Ew. And it's not going to last very long. So I don't get why people spend all that money on that. All right. We've got Jay from Rotor Park on the line. Uh, Jay, what's your fashion pet peeve? Do you know someone that does it? The man bun. Guy at work has a man bun. He <laughs> thinks he's this sexy beast who <laughs> is invincible. So we, I always poke at him and everything. And one right. time he made me, he got on my nerves. So I undid his man bun and all his hair came down. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, said, you know how long it took me to get that? And I'm like, probably longer than it took you to get dressed, right? <laughs> got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Showdown. Emily from Petaluma, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Emily, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. Emily, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? I love you, Amber. (laughs) I don't talk smack. (laughs) But I'm going down, right? You're going down. Okay. There it is. (laughs) Emily, you're very sweet, but you have redeemed yourself for the half a point bonus. All right, Emily, Amber's out of the studio. Here's question number one. Production on Grey's Anatomy has been halted because of the Omicron variant. Where does this show take place? Chicago. That is incorrect. Question number two. Kelsey Ballerini says that she loves going to McDonald's drive throughs If I was going to order a number one at McDonald's, what burger would I get? Big Mac. That is correct. Question number three. Pepsi is bringing back Crystal Pepsi for a limited time. Which decade did Crystal Pepsi first hit store shelves? Was it A, the 90s, B, the 60s, or C, the 2010s? 2010s. That is incorrect. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. No, no, no. Not that one. The, The 60s. That is still incorrect. Here's question number four. (laughs) Kane Brown says that he has matured quite a bit since he started making country music. How many daughters does Kane Brown have? That is correct. And here's question number five. Kane Brown, or excuse me, Kanye West and Billie Eilish will headline Coachella 2022. Kanye West is 44 years old. True or false, Billie Eilish is a teenager. Um, false. That is correct. Going to bring Amber back in. Amber, Emily from Petaluma got three out of five. All right. That was pretty good, but I think I can do better. (laughs) Here's question one. Production on Grey's Anatomy has been halted because of the Omicron variant. Where does Grey's Anatomy take place? I believe it's Seattle. That is correct. Emily got that incorrect. Amber, you're up one to zero. Question number two. Kelsey Ballerini says that she loves going to a McDonald's drive-thru. If I was going to order a number one at McDonald's, what burger would I get? I think that's the Big Mac. 
That is correct. Emily also got that correct. Two to one is the score. No, I want one. That sounds good, right? Let's get someone out through the show. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Pepsi is bringing back Crystal Pepsi for a limited time. Which decade did Crystal Pepsi first hit store shelves? Is it A, the 90s, B, the 60s, or C, the 2010s? I have no idea because I cannot stand Pepsi, <laughs> but I'm going to guess A, the 90s. That is correct. Emily got that incorrect. Is it Amber, any good? It's really good. Ew. As someone who loves Pepsi, it's very good. Uh, the score right now is three to one. And here's question number four. Kane Brown says that he has matured quite a bit since he started making country music. How many daughters does Kane Brown have? Two? That is correct. Emily also got that correct. The score is three to two or four to two, excuse me. Cody, his latest daughter, was born just last week, so that's really exciting. And here's question number five. Kanye West and Billie Eilish will headline Coachella 2022. Kanye West is 44 years old. True or false, Billie Eilish is still a teenager. I can't remember if she just turned 18 or just turned 20. I think she just turned 20, so I'm going to say false. That is correct. She is 20 years old. Yes! Right on the money. Yes! <laughs> Amber, you got a perfect five out of five compared to Emily's three out of five. Emily, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown. That's okay. <laughs> it is okay, Emily, because you're going to be the one going to the Chase Center on January 30th to see Kane Brown. Yeah! So exciting. Thank you. <laughs> it's the Blessed and Free Tour if you want tickets, kanebrownmusic.com. But, Emily, you did lose. You got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. But you're going to Kane Brown, thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.5. So there's this new law in Spain that allows divorced couples to share joint custody of their pets. Family courts must now decide who's going to look after the dogs, cats, birds, fish, whatever, after a relationship ends. And so you literally have to sit in front of a judge and decide, does one person get it or the other person or joint custody? I've seen this on like people's court and stuff. Yeah. Judge Judy. Do you think that it's worthy of going in front of a judge? And if for some reason you and Cole ever broke up, you would have joint custody of Remy, your dog? No way, Remy's my dog. <laughs> See, that's why we need a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. We'd fight. But it just makes me this laugh. Fight. You know, my parents were divorced growing up and they oh. would, you know, exchange me at a gas station in town. And I just imagine. <laughs> doing that with dogs. I'm sorry to laugh if I sound insensitive, but it well, just seems a little silly. You, you said exchange me. <laughs> I, I can see you like a grown man, like your mom handing you over to your dad. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, why is he still wearing a onesie? We'll never know. <laughs> it is kind of weird. I, yeah. I, I, I understand, but it's got to be hard when you adopt a pet together and break up. It's, it's got to yeah. be tough for both of you and deciding who gets the dog or the cat or the fish. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah, that fish. It's big business. Uh, you know, I say this, but at the same time, I had an aunt and uncle growing up, and they were divorced, and they were pretty cool with each other, and they lived down the street, and they would uh, exchange the riding lawnmower because they went on in on it together. <laughs> so, let me go over to Donnie's and get that lawnmower. <laughs> we have Dave from Runner Park on the phone. Dave, can you tell us about your friend's experience with shared custody? My friend and his girlfriend finally break up after two years of them bickering back and forth. Well, they went have these on a car, to, like a co-signer, and a, they, like, she dropped like half the money, and then he pays for the insurance and everything. Mm -hmm. Well, you kind of just can't take your 
name off of a cosign because you still owe money. Right. So they share a vehicle currently to this day. She, uh, he takes her to work, and then she picks him up because they work right next door to each other. It's going to be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9.